We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mark Hockman. You know what? I might get a breast reduction. Shut up, you jag off. Channing Crowder. Go the spinner. Chicken and cheese is an aphrodisiac. Alejandro Solana. Rudy Gobert. Those are your weather. You look slightly zooted. I might have tailgated a little bit. Sports. Thursday night football. You can watch it on your ring doorbell. I had some whoopee in a bunch of Waffle House parking lot. Is milk liquid cow? Mr. Unlimited. More sports. There's pork, but sometimes you gotta eat poke. It's raining testicles! The most sports. If you're in a pickle, just call Swickle. What's going on? I ain't getting no action last night. The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. Look, KC and the Sunshine Band to get us going from faux radio row or po radio row on this Wednesday day 3 of faux radio row Crowder happens to be in Arizona actually for the pivot and he is just making his way to his not hotel room but I guess his Airbnb to join us on today's festivities so he will be signing in momentarily And it's a good thing because we have a loaded potato for you on this day three from Faux Radio Row. Uh, Ross Tucker is going to join us today. And we love talking to this dude, played in the NFL. You remember when we have him on, we always talk about his prodigious beer drinking. But we'll we'll do some Super Bowl talk with with Ross Tucker today. And uh, we'll keep an eye, obviously, on the NBA trade deadline, which will be tomorrow at 3 o'clock. See if the Heat do anything today. Clay Ferrero from Local 10 is going to join us today. Talk a little Miami Heat. We're going to talk some Super Bowl prop bets today as well. And Solana, do you know what today is in the annals of Miami Heat history? I do, actually. You do? It's uh, It popped up on my time hop. So I know what happened today. What happened today? Five years, four years ago? Five years Five ago. Years Five ago? years ago. The Miami Heat. Right before the deadline, out of absolutely nowhere, brought back Dwayne Wade. How about that? There was, there was all of a sudden, because I remember it, because I had just gotten to the radio station, there was never a rumor, a rumble, a note from Barry Jackson anywhere that said the Heat are in the market to bring Dwayne Wade back or that the Cavs are thinking about blowing up the roster and getting rid of Dwayne Wade. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Dwayne Wade is a Miami Heat member again. I remember it being one of the uh, most genuinely happy days of my sports life down here because, you know, and you can't you can't decide how you're going to feel about certain things. I remember when LeBron left, you know, we were doing the show from Vegas. And I remember 
you know, I always talk about the week before we always talked about, oh, if he leaves, we'll thank him for the four years that he spent down here because we didn't really think that he was leaving. So you don't, you can like plan how you're going to react to something, but you don't really know how you're going to react. I, I remember being extremely disappointed when D Wade went to Chicago, even though I grew up rooting for the Bulls. I was very disappointed because I didn't, I just didn't like the way that it transpired. And then, out of nowhere, five years ago today, we get this note that Dwayne Wade is coming back. And I remember being extremely happy. Were you? I'm imagining you being a lifelong Heat fan probably were ecstatic. I was live on the air. I was doing uh, Middays with Big O, with Big o. at the time. And he, when I, and Falero was working the show with me that day. And Falero taps me on the shoulder. He says, bro, look what Shams just tweeted. Or maybe it was Woj. One of the two tweeted it. And I said, you're lying. You're like, like that. That's Photoshop. Because there was never, there was never any thought that this was gonna happen. I tell Big O over the air, and he doesn't believe me. And then it's just I probably wouldn't have either. By the way, yeah. If you like, if you came in and said that, you know, five years ago, I don't think I would have believed you either. After that, it's just the rest of the show celebrating the fact that Dwayne Wade was coming back. I mean, I was, I was close to tears. That's my idol. Like that's my my childhood hero, Dwayne Wade. When he left the Heat, I was devastated, truly devastated. Especially so, in the way that he left. Yeah, and and looking back on it, you know, you're, you're playing hardball with Tyler Johnson and Hassan Whiteside, and uh, and and you're letting D Wade look elsewhere. So it 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 stung, uh, but that was one of the coolest days ever, man. Like that was that was, that was the greatest Woj or Shams bomb in Heat history, in my opinion. That was a uh, that was a legit exciting day in Heat history. So that was today, five years ago. LeBron became the all-time NBA sport, scoring leader last night. Do, do any Heat fans go, "Oh, that's my guy"? Like, do we do we claim any kind of ownership over LeBron down here? Because it happens, you know, where you you have a guy played for you, does something great, and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's my guy. He's a heater. Do, does anyone do that with LeBron? You know what they're doing. It's, hey, he played for the Heat too. Like, why are all the highlights of him in Cleveland? Why are all the highlights of him in L.A.? His best four years were in Miami. I saw a ton of that last night. There was a Nike ad um, and uh, uh, that, that they put out last night. And it was cool as hell, Hawk. Like, it was one of the coolest things ever. But all you see reference the Miami Heat is one picture of LeBron holding the trophy in Miami. One thing. Every other highlight, every other video, everything else was LeBron in a Cavs or Laker jersey, and I saw Heat fans livid about that, saying his best four years were in Miami, and we're just glossing over it. He's won half as many rings in Miami as he did as the other two organizations that he played for. Two rings in Miami, only one in Cleveland, only one in L.A., and it seems like everybody just forgets about where he came to become a champion. If uh, if you heard the rustling of a microphone <laughs> stuck in a Kleenex box. Kleenex. That was uh, Crowder signing in from his Airbnb. Or as it says on his YouTube uh, identifier, Buttfoot. Buttfoot <laughs> joining us. And it does say, you know, on our graphic here, you know, faux radio row, Poe Radio Row, and it says from not Arizona, but Crowder happens to be in Arizona. Were you on Radio Row this morning, or what? What? What time is it now? It's it's noon there. It's noon afternoon. here. I wasn't on Radio. I actually had to go look at a venue, and this is the coolest mm. thing in the world. They got some rich billionaire. He's throwing a party. He wanted to go look at his venue before all the people come in. 
and he's sponsored by Bentley. So we're there, and he was me and Fred Taylor stayed in there. He was like, "Yeah, man, I got these Bentleys from the Bentley dealership in Austin. You want to drive one around the weekend?" We're like, "Yeah," and we just drove back home in a Bentley. It's crazy. I mean, it's a different world, Solana. When you have some sort of influencing power, it's just a different world. Hey, want a Bentley? Sure. All right, bring it back at the end of the weekend. If you do, if you don't, you don't, whatever. Literally the conversation. Only thing different, he was like, here, hold on, what's your number? He text messaged us a DocuSign. We had to DocuSign a paper, and right. that's it. Like now Acknowledging driving- that you were taking the Bentley. That's it. Now we're just driving a Bentley around. It was, yeah, it was a pretty you cool better take it to In-N-Out Burger. I actually just rode past one. You know what? I, how I, could you I, not I, go through an In-N-Out drive-through in a Bentley? I mean, come on, it's Super Bowl week. There's a place out here called Dominique's we went to last night. Hawk, it's a little better than In-N-Out. Hmm, I bet it is, but not for me. <laughs> anyway, so we have a lot to get to. I want to get to headlines because Ross Tucker is joining us this hour, and we love talking to him, and I do want to get into some Super Bowl stuff. And I don't know if you guys saw, like, the Super Bowl Got to look for it here on my phone. Like the press conferences are starting and the good questions are starting. So Andy Reid was asked, what makes the best cheeseburger? That's my kind of question. I don't care about Patrick Mahomes' health. I want to know about the best cheeseburger. He says it's got to have a good bun. Let's start with that. Fresh meat, and then you put anything other than mustard on it, and you're good. I'll eat it. So there you go. Andy Reid weighing in. Anything on a burger, Andy. anything on a cheeseburger is fine as long as it's not mustard. But Andy, it starts with the bread. The meat is what makes a burger. Good bun, though, is key. No, good Yeah, daddy. yeah. Best. Listen, you're not going to take it from Andy Reid? No, Andy, he ate Google a... image search him if you need. He's that big because he's worried about so all the bread. The <laughs> well, bread is not where the, bur- the burger's made in the patty. I'll tell you, too, the cheese on a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. Give me cheddar over American cheese any day of the week. Give me a little cheese with some bite to it. You know? Yeah, you got a flavor. I just don't yeah, want Yeah, I don't, I don't I want to just take it up space, right? You, th- you throw a slice of American cheese on there. You're just taking up space. You're getting the goo. Yeah. I don't need all the goo. And you're, are y'all non-mustard? I, like, I enjoy mustard. Not on a burger. You don't like mustard on a burger? Why? No. I don't know. You I, don't go. Want, I don't know. It's too, it's too strong a flavor for a burger. You don't put I love a pound it. and a half of it. You put a little drizzle. Nah, I like a little, a little ketchup, some raw onions. Much prefer raw onions over cooked onions. With you there. Yeah. Uh, lettuce. It, I, if it's, you know, I, I don't want a big leaf of lettuce. You want the I almost like some, some shredded lettuce. I mean, a little mm. bit of that. Um, That's it? Probably. Lettuce, right? onions, and Lettuce, ketchup? onions, ketchup, cheddar. You That's gotta a good go- burger. Bacon, oh. bacon, of course. Throw oh, bacon. You bacon. put bacon yeah, on anything. my Skittles. I like. Anything. I like bacon Skittles. <laughs> anything. You gotta go the condiment trifecta. You gotta go mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup. That's Ooh. what goes on a burger. Yeah, put mayo on that burger. I am all in. Yeah, the all trifecta. In. That's what you gotta yeah. go with. All time. Well, anyway, Andy Reid has weighed in. Let's uh, let's get headlines here with Alejandro Solana. Ross Tucker is going to join us. And we can talk food with him. Usually we talk beer with him, but we can talk food. We can talk Super Bowl. He's always fun and interesting. So we'll start today's show with headlines and Alejandro Solana. This sports update, it's driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. LeBron does break Kareem's scoring record last night. He entered the game 38,352 points. He needed 36 to overtake Abdul-Jabbar, who was a bystander, 
courtside, feet on the wood. And I, you guys saw the video. I, he, he looked a little bit bothered as, as it Listen, was all transpiring. He could be sitting in the fourth row and his feet are on the wood. Very tall. <laughs> give it to me. Give, it, give me something. Nothing? We got something. Hey. Appreciate that. Um, forget about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Did you see Anthony Davis's reaction or non-reaction? That is, that's damning for LeBron and his relationship. Wow. I mean, that was wild to me. My jaw dropped looking at that video. Anthony Davis, if you haven't seen it, the entire Lakers, I mean, the entire stadium is on their feet. The entire Lakers roster on the bench, on their feet. Place is going crazy. As LeBron gets the ball, AD sits down, sits down on the bench. So he's sitting now behind standing players. So he doesn't even see LeBron's bucket, does not stand up and applaud. All his teammates are going nuts. He sits there just on the bench looking ahead. That's, it says something. I think it, I took it as LeBron being around LeBron wears on you. If he never played with LeBron, I think he would have had a different reaction to that situation. Because That's I don't, y'all know me, I don't even like LeBron. I'm not a fan of LeBron. I love his game. I don't like him and how he acts. But I was plugged into the TV, staring at him get the ball, knowing be. he's about yeah. to break this record. Yeah, that that was wild to me. I hope LeBron and him sit down because there's something going on. Very apparent. Yeah. <laughs> that is very apparent. AD won a ring because of LeBron. Like he, he went there. Like would he, correct. He, like that was the knock on him that he couldn't do anything. He goes to LA. They win a ring because of him. And and if anything, LeBron should be the one upset. Anthony Davis and his raggedy ass ankle are always out. Like what? What's he upset about LeBron? What, That's LeBron maybe for? why he was sitting. Maybe his legs hurt. Solana, there are there have been married couples that that have made three beautiful, four beautiful children, build empires, and can't stand the damn other. I mm -hmm. think that's what's going on. Success is success. Enjoying being around another human, I don't think he enjoys being around Bron. That was pretty apparent. Because <laughs> if you can't root for someone doing something that hasn't been done in how many what was it, thirty eight years, thirty eight, yeah. thirty seven years. I mean, like if like if you have a teammate who's breaking a record that hasn't been broken in almost four decades and you can't be happy for him, there's a significant chasm between the two there. And huh, we, I was having this conversation with Freddie and RC last night after he did it. I think this – I don't believe this record gets broken. I don't think so either. Because LeBron plays another couple years. He's the healthiest damn player in the history of time, and he's a walking bucket, and he's a damn defensive end that moves like a point guard. Like, I think this record – this is the record for the eternity. It's it's pretty uh, pretty damn impressive that the way that he did it with ease last night too. You know, you're like, oh, is he gonna be able to hit 36? You know, maybe you want the tickets for when's the game next game tomorrow? Tomorrow. All the people that spent all that money on tomorrow's game. That dude had this done in the third quarter. Probably could have done it in the first half if he wanted to. It's funny when we uh, we're watching the game. The first time they pan to the sideline and I see his wife and all his kids. <laughs> it, it's Bingo. Tonight. <laughs> it's tonight bingo yeah. you see how he showed up i mean that suit he was rocking that suit yeah. was ridiculous he that he knew that was his night the, the hamburger meat was all out like he he knew what he was doing yeah that shot is going is, that picture is going to go down in history i think the shot could have been a little better
Oh, I loved that shot. More dramatic, a three no, or a big I dunk. I loved that shot. A that mi- was a, such a that a that's 13 a 13-foot fadeaway. Nobody shoots that anymore. Nobody shoots that anymore. And it was mm. all net. It was so like you want that highlight, right? You don't want him getting fouled going up to the basket like that to me that was such a perfect shot to take he's not known for three-pointers anyway you're not going to want to watch that shot you know as a three-pointer over and over again that shot you will watch over and over again hawk i'm talking about hit the lane and go yam on somebody's head to break the well that that too but i i I like the shot i thought it was a great shot selection it That's was a Dirk not, shot. It was. It was great. Shot. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> the Heat play the Pacers tonight, 7.30 p.m. They signed Jamari Bouye to a 10-day contract. He's been playing at Sioux Falls. He was a standout during their summer league. Um, out tonight, Kyle Lowry, we know, and Victor Oladipo also out. Duncan, Yurt, and uh, Jovic also out tonight. And I saw Barry Jackson tweet that the Dolphins are hiring Butch Berry as their new offensive line coach. He added, was Denver O-line coach last year which I'm not too happy about, to be honest. <laughs> uh, he worked in San Fran, Green Bay, Tampa, and UM. He replaces Matt Applebaum. All right. Your weather, it's sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Your accident attorneys.com. Call them, 866-954-MORE. It is uh, partly cloudy in South Florida. Pretty hot right now, around 85 degrees. Your lows will be in the 70s. That is your weather. All right, Ross Tucker is going to join us in the next segment on our faux radio row. We'll talk some Super Bowl, some nonsense. You know, he's a he's a fun guest. We always enjoy talking to him. So Ross Tucker here in a moment. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Baby, baby. Hawk and Crowder. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Louder. All right, it is our faux radio row, which is reserved for the radio shows that don't have the budget to go to the real radio row. But we bring you the action, Crowder, as if we are right there, surrounded by uh, nasty Ness from that station in Baltimore that always seems to make it out to Radio Row. <laughs> How does Nasty Ness have the budget? <laughs> Nasty Ness it. seems to have the budget. Odyssey doesn't. Uh, Ross Tucker is on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. We love talking with Ross Tucker, and if you listen to this show on the regular, you know anytime that there's National Beer Day, International Beer Day, National IPA Day, whatever it is, we always replay an interview that we did with Ross Tucker where uh, we talk about his prodigious beer drinking. But that is not why he is here 
today. It is Super Bowl week. I want to talk some Super Bowl. It's uh, Valentine's week. I want to talk about a uh, Valentine's project that he joins us to speak about every uh, every year, and he's joining us now. Hello, Ross. Yeah, my uh, what's up, fellas? My my parents are so proud that they paid for me to go to Princeton instead of taking the scholarships I had so that I could be the guy that the Miami radio station brings on to talk about beer. They're, they're so proud of me. I think it's a, uh, it's, I think it's a real feather in your cap. I love it. Uh, Ross Tucker, for those who don't know, uh, played many years in the NFL and uh, you see him now, you know, he does uh, broadcast work for Westwood one and CBS and the Philadelphia Eagles and, uh, you know, uh, there may be some, uh, some Eagles talk to be had. Yeah. Um, let's start. Let's start with the Super Bowl on Sunday. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm kind of torn on this one, to be honest with you. And I'll give you my logic on it. Maybe you guys can help me with it. <clears throat> so, on the one hand, I think it's going to be a close game. And if it's a close game... We've all seen Patrick Mahomes, the best player on the planet, by a decent margin, by the way, I think. We've all seen him make the critical plays in the clutch, in big games to win them a lot. Like all the playoff games, all the primetime games, we've all seen it. Jalen Hurts really hasn't done that. Jalen Hurts really hasn't been asked to do that. So if you think it's going to be a close game, it's kind of hard to go against Mahomes in that situation. The flip side is I grew up outside of Philadelphia, and this is the best Eagles team I've ever seen. I think it's one of the best NFL teams I've ever seen. I mean, guys, they have the best O-line in the league by a decent amount. They probably have the best D-line in the league. They definitely have the best wide receiving core in franchise history. They probably have the best secondary and cornerback group in franchise history. Their quarterback is an MVP candidate. You know, I mean, I think 18 of their 22 starters are Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl alternate players. I mean, they are just loaded. And if they win this game, especially if they win it like by double digits, but they win this game, we got to start to talk about that as one of the best teams ever. Because then they'll be 17 and one when Hurts starts. 17 and one when Hurts starts the game. So I think the Eagles are the better team. Uh, it's tough to pick against the team that has the best O line and the best D line. Like their depth is crazy. You guys realize Robert Quinn had 18 and a half sacks last year. He's third string for them. And Dominican Sue, third string. I mean, think about that. And so the Eagles are better. But if it's close, man, Mahomes is just so good in those situations late in game. I think the fact that the Chiefs are a little bit banged up, you know, like the receivers that got hurt against the Bengals, Mahomes' ankle, that makes me lean Philly because Philly has every starter. I mean, not only do they have the best roster, one of the best rosters I've ever seen, they're all healthy. Like, what? I mean, this is their year, bro. You know, like – um. You ever seen the movie Twins? Of course you did. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to get with a girl for the first time. And Danny DeVito's like, tonight is your night, bro. It's your night, bro. Like, <laughs> this season, 
is your season, Eagles. It's your season, Eagles. <laughs> you know, they, they got a bunch of guys that will be free agents after this. They're going to have to pay Hurts after this. Like, this is the year. Tonight is their night, bro. And, Ross, to your point, man, my, I'm, I'm kind of along the line with you, but in my mind, this is old school football versus new school football. The Eagles, like you're saying, we're talking about the trenches. This is stuff, you know, that was big 15 years ago. We're talking about a good run game. We're talking about control, controlling the clock, time of possession. Kansas City is an air raid. Let it happen with the best quarterback in the league right now. Andy Reid doesn't even try to run the ball. They run the ball on accident every now and again. But I'm with you, though. It's going to get down to the end, Ross. And who do you trust, Hurts or Mahomes? And I'm going to take Mahomes in those situations because the man's been to three Super Bowls and won one. So I think it's there. Chris Jones is the only thing that could that could mess up this O-line success. Can they handle Chris Jones because the damn Cincinnati Bengals couldn't? Yes, they can. I mean, I think Chris Jones and the Chiefs D-line needs to be worried about the Eagles O-line. One of the best O-lines I've ever seen. I mean, the center is a Hall of Fame player and still the best player in his position in the NFL. The right tackle is probably a Hall of Fame player. He's heading there, first-team All-Pro, best right tackle in the NFL. The left guard, left tackle, I mean, Channing, I don't know, have you seen maybe when they went down there for the preseason game or those practices, have you seen Jordan Mailata and Landon Dickerson? Mailata <laughs> is 6'8 and a quarter, 380, and doesn't look like he has any fat on him and moves well. Landon Dickerson's a hair over 6'6, 345. Like, Ooh. if you watch the tape, and I know you don't go back and watch the end zone copy of the NFC Championship. If, if you did, I'd be mad at you. You should be with your kids or drinking a beer. <laughs> Why, why, why would you Ross, be watching the end zone copy of Niners Eagles? I mean, Ross, I, I let I let you do that and go watch your breakdown on Twitter. That's my end zone copy. I'm not even certain that Crowder watched the game broadcast, let alone the end zone copy. <laughs> no, but like, dude, I'm just telling you, there's some clips out there. They beat the piss out of the Niners D line, bro. Like they were knocking their D tackles like five yards back. The left side of the offensive line for the Eagles is like a weapon. I'm talking like Larry Allen, Nate Newton days. Like, I'm talking like they roll guys off the ball. My lotto was throwing Bosa around. They just, they you know, they kind of lucked out, man. I mean, my lotto was a seventh rounder that had never played football before. He was an Australian rugby guy. Um, you know, Dickerson got hurt his last year at Alabama, so they were able to get him in the second round. They're just monsters, bro. And the Chiefs don't have a lot of depth on the D-line. They're not great against the run. I, I think the Eagles should just come out and just try to run the ball down their throat, keep Mahomes on the sideline, and just try to wear those guys down, including Chris Jones. Chris Jones, unbelievable player. Maybe the best defensive player in the, in the league this year. That doesn't sound as good when you're getting deuce blocked and scooped play after play after play, and they're just pounding on your you-know-what. Now, one of the reasons that I love Ross Tucker Crowder, it's not just the 
the football analysis. It's not just the beer drinking stories. I don't know if people follow Ross Tucker on social media. He's at Ross Tucker NFL. You should because he loves food. And, you know, I'm always fascinated by food. And Ross always gives you these press box updates of what they're serving in the press box. But for me, I love to break down a Super Bowl through the prism of food. And Kansas City's known for barbecue. Philadelphia is known for cheesesteaks. My wife is from Philadelphia. I've, I have visited all the, you know, iconic Philadelphia cheesesteak places. So first, I'll ask you, who gets the nod, Kansas City or Philadelphia, when it comes to food? You know, uh, barbecue versus cheesesteak. And then what is the premier cheesesteak place in Philadelphia? All right, so, so two things, both of which are going to get me in trouble in Philadelphia. And because I'm from there. And I do the Eagles preseason games. And I do their pregame and all that stuff. When I was little, my dad took me to get cheesesteaks. And he put all kinds of, like, peppers and onions and mayonnaise and crap on it. Mayo. And gave it to me, and I hated it. I hated it. I was, like, scarred for, like, 20 years. So I've never been, like, the cheesesteak connoisseur. I've just kind of gotten back into, I've just kind of gotten into it recently because I was so anti because of what my dad did to me. You know, I was like six years old at a Phillies game and I'm eating like peppers and onions with mayonnaise and I wanted to throw up. I was like, (laughs) can you just give me a hot dog? I'm sick. Um, um, So because of that, I would actually lean I would actually lean towards Kansas City barbecue. Wow. You know why? I, I like – so here's a couple things. I'm not a big bread guy. I think bread is highly overrated. I think bread is like empty calories. Like, let me go to Kansas City and let me get some burnt ends, some pulled mm. pork, some spicy sausage, some, you know, baked beans, like – I like the variety of the barbecue, some brisket. I like the variety of the barbecue. Like, people don't even realize what I do. I get, like, the brisket and the pulled pork, and then the beans are my, my topping. Baked beans are my condiment. I, I mix in the baked beans. I mix what in the baked that? beans with the brisket and with the pulled pork, and it is so delicious, bro. It's like, it's like the perfect combo. Here? I love it. Yeah. So I, I'm going to lean Kansas City. Let me just tell you guys, because I do a lot of stuff for WIP and Philly and Odyssey. If you guys send this audio to them or play this up there, I'll never talk to you guys again. Never. Well, it, that's what's going to happen. I mean, this is the headline that comes out of this, because I thought this was a slam dunk. Philadelphia cheesesteaks are superior to everything. I figured you had a bowl of Philly cheesesteaks for breakfast like cereal, where you would put six or seven cheesesteaks in a bowl with milk and eat them with a spoon, <laughs> I am blown away. This is the biggest faux Radio Row news that we have ever stumbled upon. Yep. Well, listen, I'm, I'm honest. I, I got to uh, I gotta be true to myself. That's how I feel. And, Ross, speaking of Philly, man, give me some clarity on this. So, Philly fans, tear up the city if you win. 
but they also tear up the city if you lose. I, I don't I don't get y'all's approach to celebration or heartache. Yeah, you know what? That's interesting actually. <laughs> when, when do they tear when do they tear it up when they lose? They it's still always go, when they win. <laughs> no, but they still go out mad and jump on poles and all like what is it a celebration? like y'all just like being mad or y'all like tearing up stuff? Like it's a, it's a, it's a weird city. Philly to is a mad city. Philly's mad city. It's uh, dude. First of all, it's a celebration. It's going nuts, and they don't do it when they lose. When they lose, they just go home and and they're angry. They, they don't they don't do that stuff when they lose. When they lose, they like when the when the Phillies lost the World Series, they didn't do that stuff. They just go home and they're mad and they start talking about the Eagles. When they win, <laughs> they like to like climb up on stuff, which is why the police have to grease the light poles in the city. Uh, so instead, they went up on the uh, the bus stop and they fell through the, the roof of the bus stop, which wasn't real good. <laughs> Special people. Ross Tucker is with us. And I am you know so blown away. You know what's better than that? Did what's you that? Guys, did you guys see what? Uh, did you see that they heckled Joey Bosa for five hours in a row? Oh my God, yeah. that was great. Well, first of all, outside the stadium was funny as hell, and then I didn't see what happened inside the stadium. They just kept heckling him. So first of all. They heckled him outside the stadium, and he kind of got into it with them. And it's so funny because the Philly accent, like, that, you know, they say home and phone. So it's Bosa, Bosa, Bosa. <laughs> so then during the game, he was in a box, you know. They kept standing up in front of him and showing the pictures of Trevor Lawrence <laughs> because of the comeback <laughs> by the uh, – and then they showed him video of him slamming his helmet and getting the penalty. <laughs> the penalty. Like, <laughs> like honestly, that is the that is the sport for Philadelphia fans. Like that was more entertaining for them to get under his skin than even watch the Eagles beat his brother's team's butt. <laughs> they are an interesting fan base, man. My in-laws are perfectly Philadelphia. Um, Ross Tucker is with us. I'm, I'm very blown away by the, uh, by the cheesesteak thing. So you don't have a, a preference, Jim's, Gino's, Pat's, Wawa? No, I do not. You, usually I would probably say Jim's. You know, I yeah, think, Jim's I think is my most go-to. people would say that Gino's and Pat's are more of the, uh, touristy places and that Jim's is the best place. But then everybody also has like their local place that nobody even knows about that they prefer. That is so wild to me. I've never heard of anybody putting mayo on a cheesesteak. I get crushed all the time because I put ketchup on a cheesesteak. I love ketchup on a cheesesteak. Give me the cheesesteak, the the cheese, the meat, the bread, and ketchup, and I'm good to go. Mayo and, and a whole bunch of shenanigans I've never heard of. You know what's interesting? I am now a big cheesesteak guy, but I prefer chicken cheesesteak, actually. Hmm. I, I love chicken cheesesteak. I don't know why, but because maybe it's because that's not what my dad gave me. My dad gave me the cheesesteak cheesesteak. So now chicken cheesesteak, that, that is delicious. What about the, you ever had the pizza cheesesteak? Because I think that's a very underrated uh, version of the cheesesteak. I have not. No, I have not. Oh, I will say this. So good. My favorite restaurant here in Pennsylvania now is a Cuban restaurant. Why didn't you all tell me how good Cuban food was? <laughs> now that, yeah, Crowder can speak on that. That's, what, what's your go-to uh, menu item, Crowder? 
Masas de Cerdo. It's big-ass pork chunks fried, Ross. It's amazing. That's what I get every time. <laughs> with, the, with the guacamole get, and the I'm lime? Like, I think they call it like de puertos or something. Like That's what I get every time. Yep. Masas de puerco. Something like that. That's what I get. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm all about the bistec empanizado. It's the real thin steak, and it's breaded. And, and I know you don't like the bread, apparently. Bread. But who did, what happened to Ross Tucker? I thought Ross Tucker was like, I figured like you in your bedroom had like a, a loaf of bread. You know what I mean? We're just like, oh, you you wake up. You know how most people wake up, they have to go to the bathroom at 2 in the morning. He wakes up and has a couple slices of bread. Like, I, I just thought, like, I'm very surprised that you don't, you don't like the cheesesteak with the meat. You go with the chicken. You don't like bread all of a sudden. Don't tell me you don't like beer anymore. No, no, no. That's why I don't like the bread. Those IPAs are 250 calories each, bro. I don't need the bread. The bread's not the star of the show. The bread needs to know its role. If anything, the bread is just a conduit to deliver delicious protein into my mouth. You know, where my family's from, where my wife's from, they just overbread everything. Where's the bread? Get the bread. Do you have rolls? Do you have rolls? Do you have bread? Can you pass the bread? The bread's not the star. Like, why are these people just sitting there putting bread and butter down their gullet? I don't want to fill up on that crap. Give me more of the turkey. Give me more of the corn or the chicken or the ham. I don't need bread. Hmm. It's strategic. Yeah, it's strategic. A number of our guests try to explain to you that everybody's getting into this health thing, trying to cut yeah, back on calories, and he's right. He's not, he's not cutting back on calories. He's just getting all his calories through liquid. He said, don't get it twisted what Ross Tucker is telling you here. He's not cutting back on his calories. Have you seen him? This man is, this man is a, uh, uh, have, a Have you a, a seen superhero. some of his press box postings? He's not getting the plate full of fruit, okay? <laughs> I mean, this guy goes in. He is knee deep in those press boxes. <laughs> um, one of the uh, things that Ross Tucker, we, Ross Tucker is like, he's a renaissance man. I, I love that he can speak on anything. But one of the things we talk to him about every year, because it's Valentine's Day coming up, uh, he's got this uh, this website, myfrontpagestory.com. And I get fascinated every year because it is such a unique Valentine's gift. And it's like, you know, everybody wants to have, I mean, not everybody can have newspaper articles written about them like Crowder, whether he's playing for the Dolphins or you know, being featured on the Tamron Hall show for the pivot. Uh, some of us, the, the only time we can, we can get a, uh, a newspaper article written is through this. So what, what is the, uh, what's the romantic side of my front page story.com? Tell us why this works for Valentine's day. Well, cause it's what you just said. It's probably the most romantic gift you can ever give your wife because she won't even know that this is like a company She'll think you just got the idea yourself to have someone write this unbelievable story, cover story. looks like it's on the cover of the Miami Herald, like unbelievable, cover of the newspaper. That's all about her. She won't know that there's like some company you went to. So she'll think that her husband is the most romantic gift giver of all time. She won't even, nobody, none of her friends will have ever gotten this. No, nobody else that she knows will have ever gotten a story written all about her. It's framed, looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper, pictures of the two of you. Maybe you include the kids, maybe not. Quotes from you, 
about how wonderful she is. You never thank her enough for all the little things she does. Like, she will cry. I mean, I've seen this enough now at this point. I know how it goes. When she reads the quotes from you about her, she will cry, and you will win. And by the way, since it's framed, she'll hang it up in the house forever. So it's like the gift that keeps on giving. It really is so money, it's not even funny. Myfrontpagestory.com. Yeah, the website, myfrontpagestory.com. So again, I'd say he's a renaissance man. He knows a little bit about everything, Crowder. I'm just going to ask you, because I, I, I just want clarity here. What is a better Valentine's gift? A loaf of French bread or myfrontpagestory.com? <laughs> Not even close. Myfrontpagestory.com. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what French bread is because French cause bread is overrated. Myfrontpagestory.com wow. underrated. You really need to get off this bread kick. Who doesn't love bread? Well, I'm fascinated that it's you that has an anti-bread stance. Like, I thought I would have an ally in the bread game with you. This is what I... We, we had Kendrick Perkins on with us once, and Crowder was going through a vegan stage. And I thought Kendrick Perkins was going to torch Crowder when I revealed that he was vegan. And guess what? Kendrick Perkins was like, oh, I'm interested in that. I'm thinking about going vegan. Then we have the comedian Tim Allen on. Now, Tim Allen is a man's man. You know, the hoo-hoo-hoo. And, uh, and I do the same thing. I go, Tim, you're not going to believe this. My partner is vegan now. And he's like, you know, I live in uh, L.A. and uh, I like the vegan food. I go to a vegan restaurant. And, I, and so I scratch my head and I go, what's going on here? Ross Tucker not liking bread or cheese steaks, I, 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 don't, I just don't know what, you know, up is down, down is up. We're really spending a lot of time on this. I feel like we need an intervention. <laughs> like Channing, I mean, I mean, I've already answered the same question five times. I'm losing my voice. Like, I might, just... I might, you know, I might do one of those, uh, who's the guy that was like, got in trouble, not in trouble, but he's like, I'm ending the interview now. You ask me that question one more time, I'm ending the interview. Mm, that just you're talking about the one that happened recently? Yeah. Are you talking about the old Are you talking about the old you talking about the old Jim Everett, uh, Jim Rome, Chrissy Everett thing? It was Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman said if that guy talks again, I'm not I'm, I'm leaving the interview. So that, that's how I feel about about Hawk now. If, if, if he uh, if he asks one more question about bread, I'm leaving the interview. <laughs> well, Ross, let me get you on the way out. How do, how are you watching the Super Bowl? Are you super locked in, listening to commentators? Are you drinking and messing around? How does Ross Tucker watch the big game? You know what? Because it's the Eagles, super locked in, taking notes, watching the game. Maybe with just my family, maybe just by myself. If it was, if the Eagles weren't in it, it's a little bit different. But I do so much stuff in Philly. Um, I gotta be locked in. Yeah. What about at like Panera, a bread bowl? <laughs> no, 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 no. But like soup, we all like soup. But would you get it in a bread bowl? Definitely, definitely not. But the bowl is made of bread. <laughs> I think he knows what it is. Ross Tucker. The website is myfrontpagestory.com. You should really follow Ross Tucker on social yeah. media. He's great. Uh, at Ross Tucker NFL. Thank you for making time for us, Ross. We appreciate it. Absolutely. See you guys. <laughs> there you go, Ross Tucker. I was trying so hard to get him to hang up there with the bread bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Listen, 
Pick on Clay Ferrero. Why do you pick <laughs> on these big ass men? Because I've got you next to me. I know that's why you're doing it. I don't want Ross to hit me in my face. I'm always safer when I've got you around me. It's a bread bowl. Who doesn't love a bowl made out of bread? Shocking to me. Well, Clay, Clay's about 6'2. <laughs> that pick is on true. Barry Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Ross Tucker, love talking to that guy. Faux Radio Row. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more Hockman and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.